Everybody ready? Let's get rolling. This is the big show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Make sure that fits. It's the big show, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Come on out and see us. We're at Davis Vision Center, the grand opening of their new office, and it is beautiful. 11649 South, 40th West, right here in South Jordan. Uh, They're giving away all sorts of great stuff, sunglasses and even a free LASIK surgery. We're giving away a four-pack of jazz tickets to the Kings game uh, in the preseason coming up on the 14th, so come enter to win those. You can grab some jazz gear uh, as well. Uh, people, uh, people are agreeing with you, Gordon, that technically I am wrong, but I am so frustrated that you will not admit that you accidentally won this. I, I heard a woman's it. voice, and I heard it an hour ago driving into the show today, Jake, and I said, I'll be. There's a woman singing on this back in the background here. I did not know that. I've rarely been this frustrated with you, but here we are. <laughs> You're frustrated with me because you lost the bet. Let's talk a little Utah-Washington State out of the Sprint Special Guest line we go. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store near you. Joining us now, the voice of the Cougars. He is Matt Chazanow with us on the big show. Hello, Matt. How are you? I'm great. How are you doing? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, it's great to have you on, Matt. And, and Jake and I are going back and forth today because I caught him in a lie. A and, lie. And, and so he's all he's all beside himself right now. And so he's all flustered. So you'll have to forgive him if he doesn't seem like he's making much sense. Well, we'll, we'll try to keep it uh, in between the in, uh, on the rail still. How about that? We'll do our best. Okay. Well, hey, Matt, frankly, I'm excited you could join us and still have a voice left after that <laughs> wild game against UCLA last week. Uh Watching it from home, I, I honestly have never seen anything like that game. No, I've never seen anything like that. It, it really is one, the total points have it never happened before in the league. And then, you know, that was the third largest uh, collapse or comeback, depending on your perspective, in, in college football history. So, record setting game for Anthony Gordon, record setting for the teams. And it's left a lot of question marks for Washington State. It really has. UCLA hadn't scored many points at all, and then they get 50 in the second half. Matt, was that what happened to Washington State's defense? I mean, the offense was spectacular. What happened on the other side? You know, defensively, there have been issues this year. That's not new. There have been tackling problems. We saw it a little bit against Northern Colorado in the first half. We saw it actually in the first half against Houston, and then late against Houston, late fourth quarter, they drove and led to an onside kick in a, in a one-touchdown game, and there have been lapses. Now, there haven't been lapses like that, where you've got a 94-yard touchdown, a 100-yard kick return, a punt return TD, gash plays, big yardage plays for UCLA over and over again. I mean, that, that was accentuated. That, that was more than, than we had seen. And, you know, the thought is, is that Washington State's offense is so good that the defense only has to be – so-so, and you're still fine because no one's really been able to stop Washington State, and and, and I think that what makes that's what makes this Utah game so interesting. But they've had tackling issues; they really have, and they, and that's been um, that's not been hidden. You know, the, the coaches have talked about it; they've been pretty open about it, and and boy, did they ever in the second half against the Bruins. 
Matt, you mentioned uh, Gordon, the quarterback. Boy, it seems like uh, Mike Leach just keeps finding him. Uh, talk about him a little bit, and, and really, it's, is, is he another Minshew? Yeah, he's really good. He, he's different than Gardner. His release is quicker, and, and he probably throws a better deep ball. Gardner was really accurate and, and still is showing that on Sundays now and, and I guess Thursday as of last week with the Jaguars, but uh, at the next level. And, and I, I, think, I think Gordon absolutely is, is on par with Luke Falk and Gardner Minshew. You know, last camp was close between Gordon and Minshew. Minshew almost didn't win the job. They, they gave it to him because – he came with a lot of experience, and he's a really charismatic guy, and the guys rallied around him, and he sort of won the locker room, and, and they went with him. And, and Gordon is a different personality. He's a low-key guy, uh, a little more in that regard, like Luke Falk, uh, kind of quiet and um, not in any way unaffable, just you know, not as loud and, and, and a different personality. And, and he has an elite arm. He has one of the real special arms. You could argue his arm is better than Falk's, is better than Minshew's. And this is his fourth year here now, so he's, he's developed. He, he had previously thrown some, some practice interceptions over the years that you could try to regularly count on. He'd made some questionable practice decisions in terms of where he's placing the ball, especially down the middle, and, and that's really gone away. You know, the accuracy's there, the decision-making's there. He drives the football. There's really nothing you can say about Anthony Gordon other than he's been spectacular this year. And, and, and really, for his Heisman candidacy, which sort of came to light with a nine-touchdown game uh, against a Pac-12 school, it's just, it's just a real shame that Washington State lost that thing up 49-17 because – he would have been thrown into that, you know, top 10, top 15 mix. His name would have been in there depending on the results the rest of the year. So, Matt, we saw what happened to the Utes uh, against USC, against that version of the air raid. Uh, it, it's made a lot of people wonder how it's going to go this weekend when, uh, when the master, Mike Leach, comes in with this offense, with Gordon and, and with this uh, attack. Uh, what, how do you think this is going to go down? I mean, is, is Utah going to struggle again with this, or do you think it is possible for them to make adjustments that will slow the thing down? Well, I never discount a Kyle Whittingham coached team from being able to, to play effectively defensively. I mean, it, it, Utah is a staple in this league of quality defense, and uh, USC has three pro wide receivers. I, I really believe that. I think Pittman and Vaughn's and St. Brown could all be pros, and and it could be the best wide receiving core in the in the country. It's certainly one of them. You know, it's definitely one of them in the pack. There's no doubt about that. And and I think uh, you know Graham Harrell and 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 every other air raid disciple of Mike Leach has put their own twist on it. So Graham, when he was running the show in North Texas, and now where he is at USC probably a little bit different than what Mike Leach is doing. I, I, I bet you it is. They all have done it a little differently. Uh, Dana Holgerson's really evolved very far from what Mike Leach is doing right now. Uh, uh, Lincoln Riley at Oklahoma, Neil Brown at West Virginia, they're all a little bit different. So I, I suspect you a lot of the same principles, a lot of the same practice identity in terms of repetitions and in terms of the way the playbook's very thin, but I suspect it's different. So could those adjustments be made and work? Well, you know, these games have been classics. I know Washington State's won the last four, but they've been really tight ball games. I, I just can't imagine a Washington State-Utah game uh, turning into something like happened with UCLA. It's just such a different style for Utah. And 
Um, you know, Gordon's great, and, and the wide receivers for Washington State are as deep as they've ever been with Michael E. Cheer. It's just, it just seems inconsistent with the way this series has gone, the way these two teams play, to, to think that the, the Utah defense isn't going to be there. Matt Chazanow is with us, voice of uh, the Washington State Cougars on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Uh, kind of a basic question, I guess, Matt, but what's it like co- uh, covering Mike Leach on a daily, weekly basis? You know, I, I get asked that a lot because he's such a character. Uh, the thing I think that would be most surprising about working so closely with Coach Leach is maybe, and I shouldn't say that, maybe not surprising, but um, he's really pleasant. You know, I mean, I, honest, honest to goodness. I mean, and I know I work very closely with him, but it's, it's not a word. I, the reason I use that as a descriptor is because it's uncommon for football coaches, even when they're nice guys, even when they're even when they're good people and and great X's and O's guys and all this stuff. It, it's you know, coaches are wired a little differently. Tons of pressure, incredible salaries, the celebrity status, the, all that comes along with it. And I'll be darned if. Working with Coach Leach is it's fun, you know. It's pleasant and fun, and he's candid and he's honest, and um, and a lot of the things that really capture the nation's attention, be it something profound and insightful, or or just sort of silly and goofy and fun, uh, is is for us is now the expectation. You know, he's been here eight years. I, I've been here five. I'm, um, you never totally get used to it because it's really funny and fun, but at the same time you do know where the strike zone is and, and, um, and it's really enjoyable, you know, and, and, and sustainably. So he's great. He's great to work with. And, and it's a pleasure. It's just a lot of fun. And, and, you know, the team's, the team's really good and they have this system that they use and it's fun to diagnose it with them and talk X's and O's with them and football philosophy is really, it's really interesting. Matt, I remember a a long conversation I had with uh, Mike uh, over the phone a number of years ago, he was in Florida and he was on a bike ride and his bike broke. And so in the middle of him describing his offense to me and talking about quarterback play and all this stuff, he was expressing frustration at his bike. And you can imagine how colorful that uh, that expression may have been. But it was so human. I mean, it was. I'm, I'm sitting there talking to him. I say, yeah, Mike, tell me about your philosophy and uh, quarterback play. And he's like, well, I, decision-making is really, Dad, what the, what they stop blanking, he blanked this dumb bike, you know, and then he'd go right back. He said, see, where was I? Oh, yeah, running backs are easy, are, are born, quarterbacks are made, blah, 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 on and on like that. But one thing I remember him saying that was really profound, I thought, as he was describing what was important for a quarterback, the strong arm was about tenth on the list. He had all kinds of stuff that that was uh, that's between the ears when he was describing yeah. uh, what makes a good quarterback, and I, I, I found that absolutely fascinating. Yeah, he's way more interested in decision making, defensive pre-snap recognition, in leadership ability. And the way that the quarterback sets a tone, confidence, self-confidence, I, I think he thinks a great arm is is uh, is important. But I do believe he thinks it might be secondary at times to decision making. And and you know he doesn't set his system up for big throws. That's that's something that Gordon does really well. If you, if you look back, so last year Minshew set a Pac-12 passing record. 
and he threw it to his lead receiver, James Williams, 83 times. And James Williams was a running back. And he was very rarely running wheel routes, and a lot of that was dump-offs to the flat. A lot of it essentially was like a sweep. It was like a pitch sweep to the, to, to the sideline. And, and Williams did the rest, and it's a statistical circumstance to a degree that as an overhand pass instead of an underhand toss, it's a, run, it's a pass instead of a run. And I don't think Coach Leach had any problem with that. I, obviously, they were highly successful and won the most games in school history. And, and, and I don't think you need a particularly great arm to do that. You do, you do need the appropriate decision-making, and you need the personality type that will allow you. Because some guys have egos about this. They don't want to dump it off that much. They don't want to throw it to the flat. They want to push the defense and drive the ball and, and show NFL scouts what they can do with their arm. And and do things that might be inconsistent with winning and consistent with statistics or selfishness. And you can actually have both ways, you know, and I think he, and I think Gardner showed that. And, and, you know, the thing Gardner had that was, that was different is he was uniquely accurate. So Gardner can really put it in a spot and, you know, he sets the air rate up, does Mike Leach for 10, 20 yard chunks. It's very rare. It, it, and, and, and they may try it a few times against Utah, but, with Luke and Gardner over the last few years, there have not been many go routes. It's it's just not of interest. They want to go 10, 20 yards a pop, and and Luke would have these very time-consuming drives, uh, 15 plays, 10, 15 plays would take a lot of time off the clock. Gardner worked a little quicker, and and Gordon's been more explosive, and and I think Coach Leach is is fine with all of them. You know, Connor Halliday had that that more explosive downfield effort with the air raid. And uh, it's just a matter of how you run it. And now that I'm so familiar with it, it's become even more interesting to see how they run the routes and how each quarterback pushes the ball downfield in, in varying different styles. But I think you're exactly right. It's, it's more about knowing what you are and then using what your analysis and your intellectual capabilities are as a quarterback to succeed. Matt, I know you probably don't uh, uh, talk about the backup quarterbacks all that much, but uh, you guys have got one of our local boys up there in uh, Cameron Cooper. Uh, can you give us a, a little update on him and how they feel about his future? Yeah, absolutely. So Cam was a, a really exciting recruit for Washington State. He was a great high school player, as I'm sure you guys know, and, and someone that Washington State fans as a quarterback recruit in the class and really the QB recruit of the class, fans latched onto him and, and have, have followed him best they can. He hasn't been in games. I've seen him in practice. And I, I thought last year his redshirt year was, was a little overwhelming, if I'm being honest. I, he, he was in practice. It was a lot of bigger, faster, stronger. He, he did not uh, excel. It was not a year that I think – was anything other for him than development and try to recognize how fast these guys are, what can you get away with, how did things translate. And, and he had uh, he had some, um, you know, it was an awakening for him, I think. He, he really started to show that he could really do something here in fall camp. And it was at their third scrimmage and final scrimmage in Martin Stadium. He had three-plus throws back-to-back-to-back. One of them was wide side of the field, and he was kind of backpedaling and, and showed the arm off. And, and he's really athletically capable and, and really hadn't shown it. The, the ball was wobbly. It wasn't great. It's better now. So he, he's, really, he's really worked at it and, and figured out, I think, what he can do and, and what he wants to do. And, and I, I expect really 
good things from Cam. You know, next year, this roster has three seniors, two seniors and a grad transfer, but three players who are out of eligibility after this year. There are two quarterbacks on this roster behind Trey Tinsley, Gage Gubrud, and Anthony Gordon who have been here and who will be back next year with experience in the system. That's Cam and Cooper and and Gunnar Cruz. Cruz was a, a big recruit in every way. Uh, literally, he's huge. Okay, he's like 6'5", 220. Very different player than Cooper. A little faster, I suspect. Certainly larger. But they'll battle. You know, I, I think they'll battle. And, and then you never know with the way transfers are now. Who knows with, with the offseason. But um, I, I think Utah high school football fans, should be pretty excited about following Cam here at Washington State as, as he develops. He, he took a big leap from last year to this year, and, and I was excited to see it. Matt, uh, I don't know if you're into prognostications or not, but uh, do you have a guess as to how it's going to go on Saturday night? You know, of all the games that I've done after this UCLA game, I, I, I could not be more at a loss. There, there, are, there are so many reasons why that UCLA game should not have been what it was, even within the game. It was 49-17 Washington State. I mean, it was over. I mean, that, 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 ball, that was a ball game. And, and then UCLA did things that, that were the best Washington State had seen in years as a team coming in that was dead last in those very things, capitalizing on turnovers, forcing turnovers, passing the football. And Washington State of the top-ranked pass team in the Pac-12 coming in, and, and Dorian Thompson-Robinson threw 500 yards. I, and just in reading what's going on in Salt Lake, if, if Moss is out, if Huntley is out, it might change the way Utah runs things. And, and you know, I, I, the Ute wide receivers are, are, are pretty good. I mean, you know, they, they've got, uh, you know, Covey so fast, and, um, and I've seen really good things out of, out of Utah's receiving court. I have no idea, guys. I, I, I'm coming into this one – with a reset and a blank slate, because Washington State was was looking at a, a top fifteen ranking and a and a four zero record as of the third quarter last game, and, and now they're out of the rankings and, and trying to figure out their identity. So the, the one quarter of football can, if, you, if you're going to give up fifty points in a quarter in four minutes, kind of changes your whole outlook. Matt, thank you so much for joining us and uh, for giving us a little insight on the Cougars. We'll see you at Rice Eccles coming up on Saturday. Okay, guys, sounds good. Thanks for having me. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Matt. Matt Chazanow, voice of the Washington State Cougars. Boy, he's right. I mean, it's hard to really get get your mitts around what's going to happen Saturday night. I mean, after I watched that whole uh, UCLA game, and I, I, like you said, I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like that. So will it resemble that in any way, shape, or form? Uh, I, I kind of I kind of doubt it, but that doesn't mean that Washington State won't be explosive. All right, we want to remind you about our friends at Diamond Airport Parking. Begin and end every great trip with Diamond Airport Parking. Diamond offers car-to-curb service, 24-7 airport shuttles, fantastic rates, complimentary bottled water, and plus, nobody beats the friendly staff. Diamond Airport Parking just off I-80 and Redwood Road. Park, ride, and save Diamond Airport Parking. We are live today. We're here at Davis Vision Center. And will, will you look who came by to pay us a visit here, Gordo? I know. It's a real treat. It's, the uh, the oh, man himself. Yeah. Uh, and a perfect person to talk to because he's been a patient here at Davis Vision Center. You hear him from noon to three every single day. He's also the voice of the Utah State Aggies. Scott Gerard with us on the big show. 
Hey, guys. Oh, hey, Scotty. What's up? You know, up? I, I shouldn't say that because, you know, it's Hans thing, and then and then you kind of owned it. And so now I feel like I'm just kind of late to the party. But it just it just flows, you know? Doesn't it? It just, right? It's so good. It feels so. I mean. Oh, hey, guys. Oh, hey, guys. And one of my favorite uh, Hans Olsen moments on, on this particular I wanted station. to, like, open up Utah State Broadcast. Like, you know how locked is a, hey, hello, how uh-huh. are you? So oh, like, you should 100%. Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> you need to do that. Welcome on in. Oh, I think I think you should welcome everybody in with uh, what the hell just happened. <laughs> <laughs> and the airplane, the airplane Colorado State this week. What so. the hell hey, just bring happened? Bring it back, bring back memories. Will that they be w- able to take care of them the way Toledo did? Uh, I think I think they should be able to score some points on Colorado State. Mm-hmm. Colorado sure. State's good offensively, but... Uh, but uh, I, I don't know about their defense. Well, you know, but th- thinking about uh, Washington State and UCLA, we just said we had never seen anything like that. But you could say that about what you saw last year with Utah State yeah, and Colorado Yeah, State. not quite the offensive juggernaut as what we saw there. But did you guys watch and, that game? Yes. I actually I listened to your call of that game. I, I watched the highlights later. But it was funny because I, I heard you call, and I was like, oh, the Aggies lost. Because I was sitting in a parking lot of a Maverick yeah. on my way to do jazz pregame. And then when I came back out, your tune had totally changed. And I was like, wait, what the hell just happened? <laughs> kind of fits. It does. Yeah. You know what I also liked is how you rubbed it into everybody at Mountain West Conference oh, Media okay. Day. Oh, that okay. That might have been a little overblown. It wasn't. <laughs> I don't think I was really. Okay. And, a little, now, and now the quarterback that I talked to blew out his ACL. Oh, so he's not, he really? even be a, not even going to be playing in this Put game. Put the Scotty whammy on him, then? I guess so. A little bad, bad juju or something. I don't know. Well, the Aggies played a heck of a game against San yeah. Diego State. Gordon and I were talking about it yesterday. Anytime you come out of there with a W. Yeah, that's a good team, too. Well, that defense is awesome. Defense is ridiculous. So, but it, it was, you know, it was a fun game. They played well. I think, uh, I think, I think they're going to be all right this year. I think they're going to be pretty good. Well, Scotty, let's, let's talk a lot while we've got you. Let's talk about your experience here at, uh, at Davis Vision. I, all right. So, you know how we have a lot of great advertisers on the station. And I know I'm not supposed to play favorites, but these guys are kind of my favorite. I'm uh, not going to lie. Like they changed right, your life? They did. Like, okay, so I'm going to be honest. Like, I've since about junior high till, you know, I met Robin, I'd always had glasses. And, you know, I'd wear them to drive, but I hated them, hated them. And my wife would always get mad because I'd start driving without them. She's like, you got to put your glasses on. I'm like, I hate them. I, I, I think I look stupid. You remember me back in the day wearing glasses. And, uh, and so anyway, when uh, I had a chance to run into Robin, who's one of my favorite people on the planet, by the way, and, and every time every time I do, I, I talk about Davis, I'm like, you got to call the number and you got to ask for Robin because she'll hook you up because Robin's so nice. Oh, thank you. This is true. Okay. You'll, you'll hook people up, man. You come down here and you're going to what, knock $1,200 off this thing? Uh, should I? I think you should. Okay. Only for you, though. Oh, and all our listeners. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he already got hey. his, they said. I know. And that was, by the way, 10 years ago almost. Wow. Nine, 10 years ago. Yeah. And I'm still rocking the 2020. My wife, two years ago, she got it. Uh, she had LASIK in, I think she's a 2015 vision now. And she'd had glasses her whole life. How nice is that? Uh, we were just talking to you about the Aggies. The voice of the Aggies. I know. Up in those press boxes. It's got to be so nice. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that, that's a kicker, too. It makes your life so much better not having to worry about, okay, where's my prescription at? Do I need to get it checked out this year? Do I need to get bigger, you know, bigger frames, you know, with the lenses, you know, all that other stuff? You just get rid of it all. Don't worry about it. It's just the peace of mind and knowing that you don't have to deal with that nonsense anymore. It is 100% 
completely worth it. And, and by the way, congratulations on the new building here. This is ridiculous. Beautiful. Thank you. We're going to really enjoy it, I think. Yeah, no doubt. So here's the thing. 1200 bucks. Okay. Everybody? Yes. Free consultation? Yes. So somebody just calls up, you set them up, you bring them in, and if they're a quality candidate, boom, 1200 bucks off. Right. And then we'll go over all the details. If they are nervous, I'll walk them off the ledge, you know, whatever. It's a really easy procedure, by the way. Yeah, how was your experience? Yeah, it was, it was really simple. It took, I don't know, maybe 20 minutes tops. Yeah, tops. In and out. Really? Yeah. And how was wow. the recovery? Uh, it was actually not bad at all. That's what I've heard. You got a little, uh, you got a little drops. You drop in, you know, once an hour for a couple days. But I was right back to work. In fact, I remember I was doing. Uh, I filled in with uh, for Locke. Hot Rod was still calling games. Uh-huh. Locke, wow, Locke, that Locke was doing free half and post, ago. and I filled in for Locke doing free half and post. Two days later, and I had didn't need glasses. I'm sitting there watching a wow. game. That's so, amazing. So I got a question for you, Scotty. Now that uh, after you had the procedure done and you could see so clearly. What did you think of the reflection in the mirror? It was awesome. You're beautiful. Yeah. I will say, <laughs> Absolutely. I will say I had, I've had two major procedures and the recovery time on this one was a lot better than the other one. <laughs> there we ask what the other one was. Use your imagination. <laughs> but yeah, get, get down here. 11, 6, uh, how do you say it? 116.49? What's south. the best way to say that, Jake? 11649 South. That's Four, what I've been saying, but I made 4, the same mistake west. Because you, you said, like, you want to go to say 116, but it's 11649 South, 40th West here in South Jordan. Uh, and you got the food trucks. Absolutely. All kinds of good stuff going on. You can see us from Bangor, so... Awesome. They'll they'll find us. All right, I think we've got the face painting over here. I think we all need to decide what Gordon needs to paint Ooh, his face. Will what, Gordon paint his face? What do you think? I don't know. I feel like he's disgruntled, even though he won the bet. Well, I'm working with this guy. Every day, you know, <laughs> he, he just walked into winning a bet today. Accidentally won a bet today, by the way, Scotty. This is Are you doing incriminating audio? Or yes. Face no, incriminating audio. <laughs> Not face painting. I think you're the one that has to paint your face. Maybe it is me. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't have brought Would that up. Would you rather do incriminating <laughs> audio or face painting? That's what I'm talking about, Robin. Oh, man. Face painting, I can just Both. go home. He reminds home me of a yeah. kitty cat. So I think that we should do some little whiskers Robin, on him. Can you come around every day? Robin's the best. <laughs> uh, but no, this is really, really cool. Want to encourage everybody to come out. One one six four nine South, four, uh, 40th West. Four thousand West. Four thousand West. Or you can call eight zero one five nine zero zero eight six four if you can't make it out. Eight zero one five nine zero zero eight six four. Robin Scotty, what, thanks for dropping by. What tickets by. are we giving away? Oh, four jazz tickets to the uh, preseason game versus nice. the Kings on the fourteenth. Jazz gear. They're giving away a free LASIK procedure, uh, Maui gym sunglasses, I mean, uh, Visa g- uh, gift cards, all sorts of great stuff you're giving away. I like it. Yep, me too. Let's do it. Okay. All right, we'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 of The Zone. This is DJ and PK. Darnell Dixon, he covers BYU for the Daily Herald. So are you still thinking eight and four is a good goal? I think eight and four is still a good goal, but if that's the case, then likely they'd be losing to Boise State and Utah State. And if that ends up being eight and four, I think there's a little bit of of a letdown in that situation because if they don't win one of those two games, there's still going to be a sense that the program isn't moving forward. And again, we're talking about perception. Unless they beat one of those two teams, I think that that perception is still that they're a long ways off. And I think that that's going to hurt the fan 
base is not going to be as interested, and Kalani is going to be maybe a little bit more under fire at that point. Catch DJ and PK mornings from 6 till 10. Presented by WCF Insurance, reminding you to be careful out there. On 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Big show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, hanging out with our friends at Davis Vision Center. It's the grand opening of their brand new office, and it is beautiful. Uh, they're uh, blowing out uh, everything. They're giving away sunglasses. They're giving away uh, Visa gift cards, a free LASIK procedure. We're hooking you up with jazz tickets as well. Come check it out, 11649 South, 40th West. The food trucks are here. They're painting faces, Gordon. They're making a huge deal out of uh, their brand spanking new location, and it is beautiful. Right now, let's get out to the Sprint special guest line. Get $100 off the redesigned Apple Watch 4 with a new line of service. Visit the Sprint store near you. Uh, joining us now, the voice of Toledo. He is Brent Balbinot with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Brent, good afternoon. Thank you very much for making us a few, uh, few minutes. Hey, my pleasure. Anytime. So tell us a little bit about this year's version of Toledo. What, uh, what are the Cougars in store for this Saturday? Well, uh, I would love to tell you it would be exactly like three years ago where it came down to the final play of the game and uh, there was a little bit of riverboat gambler in both coaches. But in all honesty, it sounds like both uh, are going to be searching for uh, a little bit more consistency. But uh, to be honest with you, you've got two high-octane offenses, and I expect, I don't know what the over-under is right now. For entertainment purposes only, I usually only search for that late in the week, but I would expect uh, the scoreboard to be lit up this weekend. Tell us a little bit about this running back that we are, we're hearing about. He sounds like he is a real player. Uh, are you talking about Brian Kobach? Yeah, I think so. Yes, uh, 19 carries, 228 yards, not a carry for a loss uh, Saturday night against Colorado State, three touchdowns, and they aim for explosive plays uh, at Toledo. Their offense has always been – Coach Candle is an offensive mind. Uh, there's no question about it. He continues the legacy of uh, a long line of coaches that have been very offensive-minded here. But uh, they consider explosive plays to be a run of 15 yards or more or a pass play of 20 yards or more. And they had four backs get carries Saturday night against uh, Colorado State, and each one of them had at least one – explosive play. Kobach alone on his three touchdown runs, 37, 47, and 75. They're going to try and get him to the edge. They're going to try and get him into space. And once he reaches that next level, they like his chances with a one-on-one matchup against a safety. Tell us a little bit about Toledo's defense. It seems like they've been prone at times to give up some yardage. Uh, Still a work in progress. They've been uh, bit by some injuries, especially early on this season. They are young. They're moving some guys around. What I will say is this. um, Due to injury last year on the defensive front, they were forced to go to a rotation uh, of as many as eight guys. Now, the silver lining coming into this season is they all have experience. And Jamal Hines at the end, he may seem a little undersized when you take a look at him on the depth chart at about 255 to 260 pounds. You would think maybe a speed or a rush end, but he is disruptive. He will get into backfields, and while they may not have a lot of sacks to show for it, as you guys are well aware of having seen the Cougars high-octane offense, the way offenses have been run probably in the last 10 or 15 years, um, spreading the field 53 and a third to 53 and a third, the sack isn't necessarily what it used to be, but they value quarterback hurries at Toledo just as much. If you can take the quarterback off of his set 
rush the play, then they feel that's as good. And this is a kid that can do that. You know, when we saw Toledo on the schedule, uh, Jake and I were talking about how this is a tough, tough game for the Cougars to have to go back there and play it. To those of our listeners who aren't that familiar with Toledo, uh, how would you describe the the kind of athletes that this program draws? Um, Tough-nosed, blue-collar. I mean, Toledo is a blue-collar city. You talk about the three major industries that kind of make this city's engine run, and uh, I wouldn't say chip on the shoulder, but to a certain degree there is. You know, the kid that might have been an athlete good enough. Look, you figure this way. I'm going to give you kind of a, a visual here. Toledo is, is sandwiched about 45 minutes south of Ann Arbor, about two hours north of Ohio State. And the entire city has kind of a chip on its shoulder when it comes to identity, toughness. That's not to say that uh, there aren't people that wouldn't bend over backwards to help you, but you look at them the wrong way and they're going to smack you upside the head. That's the type of kid that plays for Toledo. Uh, us against the world, so to speak. Ask for no quarter and give none. Doesn't mean that they're unsportsmanlike, but when that whistle sounds, you better be prepared to go grill to grill and maybe a couple seconds after that whistle because that's just the way they do things here, whether it's a sports event or just getting up in the morning and going to work. Brent Balbinot is with us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. Tell us a little bit about the, the MAC, Brent. Where, where does Toledo expect to stack up, and how does the MAC compare this year to the other G5 leagues? Uh, good question. And, again, seeing a little bit of uh, the Mountain West coming out just a week ago at Colorado State, kind of keeping an eye on, on some of the G5s. Um, Toledo is usually considered to be one of the upper-level teams in the MAC. As a matter of fact, this year picked to win the Western Division. They do have uh, divisions here within the conference, so that would mean they would be expected to get to the championship game in December. That's not to say that this group thinks anything's given to them. Uh, to a T, they all echo the uh, the head coach, Jason Candle's sentiments about respecting the process. You hear that a lot, but he's got a phrase here, respect what hard work looks like. And if you take care of each week, then the season should take care of itself. So when you talk about um, Toledo and the MAC, you're talking about a team that basically year in, year out, especially in the West with maybe a Northern Illinois. This year, Eastern Michigan has proven that they've got some very good players. Uh, in the Western Division, Ohio, you saw what Buffalo did at Penn State, almost knocking off the Nittany Lions earlier this year. Surprise loss to Liberty the following week, but then coming back and bouncing back. Um, the upper half of the MAC on any given Saturday, they feel can play with anybody in the country. And uh, they know what uh, the test is going to be coming in this Saturday because all the respect in the world to BYU. This is a very good football team coming into the Glass Bowl on Saturday. When the Cougars played Western Michigan uh, up in uh, Boise in the bowl game, uh, Zach Wilson was, what was it, Jake, 18 of 18? He was perfect that day. He was perfect that day. I don't expect that to happen against uh, Toledo. (laughs) Well, I will say this, and again, not necessarily because they respect. I did my coach's show with Coach Candle last night, and we ran through a handful of players that they are going to identify, both offensively and defensively. You're talking about Zach Wilson. Again, he's a big kid, you know, 6'3", about 208 pounds, I think it is, on the depth chart. And to blitz him, uh, even with a safety, 
guys just bounce off of him. Um, he's just a big, rugged, tough kid. I had the chance to uh, to record and uh, watch. I'm not trying to rub salt in the uh, the wound, guys, but I had a chance to rewatch the game since we were out west uh, this weekend against Washington. And it just seemed like maybe just a little off rhythm. Uh, didn't help that they couldn't hang on to the football, but they are very much aware that they've got to keep him in between the hash marks. We talked about Jamal Hines setting the edge. He may or may not have a spy on him. Uh, given basically down and distance situation will certainly uh, be a precursor to that. But I'll tell you what, another kid that they really talked about, and I know that the defensive coordinator, Brian George, gushes over but is also concerned over, is your big tight end, Matt Bushman. Uh, all 6'5", 250 pounds of him. I saw that over-the-shoulder catch that he made. This kid is an athlete. They're going to make sure they know where he is on any snap of the football. Well, Brent, we uh, certainly appreciate your time. Thanks for jumping on with us, and uh, hopefully we're in store for a good one on Saturday. Anytime, guys. My pleasure. That's Brent Balbinot with us, voice of the Toledo Rockets on the big show on 97.5 and 1280. Yeah, I think Toledo's going to be tough. I watched some of that Colorado State game, and uh, this team is not to be taken lightly. I mean, I understand what he's talking about. When you, If I said to you, what's something that you think of when it comes to sports in Toledo, Ohio, you would say what? The Mud Hens. <laughs> Your favorite and, and uh, team. Clinger, right? Or something like that. I mean, Clinger from, uh, from Toledo? Didn't he wear the Mud Hens jersey Oh, yeah, he did. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, mash knowledge. You just, you just think Toledo, you know, whatever. How, how tough could it be? Uh, tougher than you think. Well, they're the, definitely one of the better teams in that league. Yeah, uh, and you heard uh, you heard Brent there. He's picked. They were picked to win the West, and uh, probably uh, one of the favorites to win the whole thing. So I, I'm with you. This is not a quote unquote easy game for BYU. I I expect BYU to win, but I think they're going to have to play hard and play at their best to do so. Right, and just like that, we have the evidence from the last time the two teams played. Fifty five, fifty three. It was wild, like crazy. Yeah, it was wild. And so, I, yeah, anything but easy. Not that. Want to remind you to listen tomorrow on a Win Ticket Wednesday for your chance to win tickets to see Bob Seeger and the Silver Bullet Band. He's doing the Roll Me Away tour. He's bringing it to Vivint Smart Home Arena on Saturday, September 28th. Uh, the show will be opened uh, by a performance from the Wild Feathers. Get your tickets now at vivintarena.com, ticketmaster.com, utahjazz.com, or by calling one 800 745 3,000. We are live from the grand opening in the new office from Davis Vision Center, 11649 South, 4,000 West out here in South Jordan. Stop by. There's all sorts of stuff that you can enter to win, including Maui Maui Gym sunglasses, Visa gift cards, uh, an Echo, Gordon. We're giving away a four-pack of tickets to go see the Jazz play the Kings on October the 15th. We have Jazz gear for you. If you want to bring the kids, they're painting faces. They've got uh, food trucks. They really are just uh, kind of doing a meet and greet with the community want to to uh, let everybody know that they're they're out here and all the great things that they do if you can't make it out they're also doing special prices taking twelve hundred dollars off lasik surgery you can give them a call 801-590-0864 the not sports report comes next stay tuned 97.5 and 1280 the zone this 
is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. For Utah, they still have a lot of good things intact to have that great season. Like 7-2, and two, I still think would very well get the division. So fragile this Saturday, you have to win, but I like you to win. And if you do, this actually looks a heck of a lot better than I think people realize. Tell me if I'm going too glass half no, full here. No. I think people are thinking such worst case scenario because they lost. There's still a lot to play for. I do think Utah's going to have a good rest of the season. Mm-hmm. I also see them having a good rest of the season, possibly dropping another game and losing the tiebreaker because they lost to SC and keeping them away from doing something that they should have done. Yeah, you can only do it at 7-2. and two. Matchup-wise, I like you going the rest of the way. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5-1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Check this out. And now, your Not Sports Report on 97.5-1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. May as well go I did on my own alone again Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone, live at Davis Vision Center. Their grand opening, 11649 South, 40th West or 4000 West, right here in South Jordan. Uh, You can't miss the building. It's gorgeous. They've got all sorts of great things going on, great giveaways. They're painting faces. If you bring the kids by, they've got food trucks. Enter to win a free LASIK procedure. We'll talk about uh, all the other stuff they're giving away as well, coming up here momentarily. But right now... It is time, Gordon, for the Not Sports Report, brought to you by the LHM Used Car Supermarket. Over 1,000 used vehicles and inventory shop online at LHMUsedCars.com. Bowler will join us at the top of the 5 o'clock hour. But until then, Gordo, where are we going today? We're going to Salt Lake City. Okay, right here. You brought this up during the show yesterday, but I it, it's just because it's local and because it's just so weird. I, I had to visit it at the Not Sports Report, and it's a story about this restaurant owner in downtown Salt Lake who uh, saw a person smoking a cigarette uh, in an area where smoking was not permitted. And uh, the guy, the restaurant owner, essentially tells him to uh, put the cigarette out, and the guy sort of defiantly took another drag of uh, his cigarette. And blew the smoke out. And so the guy absolutely fire extinguished his face. With a actual fire extinguisher? Yes. It was a little one, but it, had to, it just blasted the guy right in the face. And so now, <laughs> so now uh, he's thinking about taking legal action on I don't know. What's the precedent on this? Well, I think there was some controversy whether or not he could smoke there. The guy was trying to send him to a specific smoking section, but it was outside, and he was on the sidewalk outside of the dude's premises, and he was 25 feet, or he was claiming he was 25 feet away from the entrance, so he could lawfully do that. I believe that's what the kind of contention was over. Well, we shall see, but uh, isn't it just easier for people to try and talk things through? I mean, earlier in the show, when when you uh, told a fib about uh, our bet, I didn't pull out a fire extinguisher and blast you in the face. You would have if you would have had one. <laughs> and assault is assault, no, by the way. No, you still no, can't no, assault the no, guy. No, I, I would not have done that. But uh, in this particular case, the restaurant owner, and it's on video. 
you can go online and watch this if you want. Well, and apparently he said in a Facebook post, he kind of put up one of those posts like sorry but not sorry kind of things and uh, said because the, the restaurant, and he owns a couple or is co-owner in a couple of restaurants, gotten a, real, a lot of bad pub out of all this. Apparently people are going on and, uh, and writing bad reviews and saying don't go here and starting protests and that sort of thing. So he, he said he was stepping down, whatever that means, from, uh, from yes. those restaurants. Okay, and, and then to, uh, to sort of uh, lighten it up a little bit and to have some, some good news, did you see the video that's been circulating today online? I think Rick, Rex Chapman put it, posted it. His so blocker I, charge uh, thing? Yeah, I don't know whether he, it originated with him or whether he got it from somebody else, but it's the video of a three-year-old uh, who is, uh, I think, Down syndrome, who is being presented a birthday cake. Have you seen this video I today? Uh-uh. Austin, have you seen yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, indeed. I, I retweeted this, it as well, yeah. Is this not, I mean, this is one of the sweetest things I've ever seen. And I would encourage all of our listeners to find it if you can. Austin, I've been talking about it here. How would you describe what you saw? Uh, so, you know, a, a sweet little uh, a child is happy to get a birthday cake and everyone's singing. And as everyone starts singing, the child gets a little bashful and starts smiling and, and, and you know, not embarrassed, but like, oh, my gosh, all the attention's on me, but in a sweet way. And then they tell the child to blow out the candles. And when the child is able to get the candle blown out and everyone is cheering, the child raises his hands high above their head and, and puts their head back and just howls with excitement that they were able to it, blow it out. It was amazing. Awesome. And, and, and he got some help, I think, from his dad who was blowing oh, the candle out. But, but, he but, doesn't but know just, that, yeah. Oh, sorry. Anyway, one of the sweetest things I've ever seen online. I mean, I showed it to my wife. I showed it to my daughter. I showed it to everybody I could. Just one of those things that makes you makes you feel happy to be alive really so it is so very tender uh i love that so check it out if you want to to feel good for a few seconds it's, it's worth it all right bowler joins us uh coming up at the top of the five o'clock hour but we are live from davis vision center 11649 south 4000 west here in south jordan uh robin joins us uh, once again and robin guys are doing so many cool giveaways and actually giving away a free procedure today yes absolutely they have to be present to win though so you got to come out and of course with the face painting and the food trucks and all that i mean there's all sorts of great reasons to come out yes absolutely uh on top of that dr davis um how long has he been doing this now since 96 1996 yes he was actually an engineer developing the lasers to change the vision and thought you know what i want to use these and uh so he did he went back and went to medical school and now he's using them and he's kept up on on the technology too right i mean he's he's always used the latest and greatest yes we always do he likes the new toys which is fun for us we're always on a learning curve here trying to learn new cameras and things like that but we have great outcomes and uh, i think people will find that you know we take personal attention and making sure they get a custom procedure robin what's the reaction of people when they when they can see that they can see i mean it must be fun to watch it is fun and i like it when they cry 
<laughs> because there's there it's like a mir- it's a miracle really and so when that happens it's like ah yeah we did this come on out here and robin wants to see you cry absolutely <laughs> well the reason we are here is the grand opening of your beautiful new office i mean this is just gorgeous and you want to kind of let the community know you guys are out here and so you're doing this wonderful uh, event with uh, with all the food trucks and the face painting but most importantly you're uh, taking 1200 bo- bucks off a lasik procedure yeah we want to make it a big thing so we decided let's just do it and take 1200 bucks off that way anybody will do some financing i can drag it out for 24 months interest free um, whatever will make it work for them we don't want it to be a burden but we can really improve their life so if you cannot make it out here, here's the number and, and free consultation. Come in and find out what they can do for you, 801-590-0864. But, Robin, if folks do come out, they can enter to win, and I love this list, three pair of Maui Gym sunglasses, one pair of Juicy Couture sunglasses, Visa gift cards, an Echo Home, and as I mentioned, a free procedure. You guys are blowing it out today. Yeah, I think, I think it's going to be really successful today. You guys, I appreciate you coming out. Well, thank you, Robin. We appreciate you and all the great you do here. Thank you. All right. We'll have Bowler joining the show. Coming up right around the corner. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. This, this, this is Hans Olsen and Scotty G. It's what you want. There's some games that Utah scheduled that make no sense to me. Like, you shouldn't be doing a home-and-home home with a Wyoming. San Diego State? That makes sense to me. Dropping BYU for Florida? Yes, that makes sense to me. So I look at it from a few different positions because I've, I've been there as a player. I'm calling mom and dad as a sophomore, and I'm saying, hey, get your tickets. We're going out to Gainesville. We're going to go see the Swamp. As a Utah fan, I'm looking at this game in a couple years, and I'm like, oh, that's an amazing experience. Yeah. I get to go down and watch my Utes against the Gators in that stadium and then the following year I've got the Gators coming to Rice Echo Stadium an SEC powerhouse a national treasure when it comes to college football it's a no-brainer catch Hans and Scotty every day from noon to three presented by your Rocky Mountain Chevy dealers on 97.5 1280 the zone and the zone sports network